This is the Voice in the Wilderness podcast channel. Today's topic is going to be, be, why are we talking about heresy when we should be out saving souls? But first, a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. All that I am, all that I have, all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, and glory and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Sacred Heart of Jesus in the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. So, um, as with my usual policy of just laying it out on the table for those of you who listen. Um, I generally don't listen to Set of Contest podcasts anymore. Um, part of it is the time I'm working right now. And as I said in the previous episode, um, sometimes when I listen to some of that stuff, I, I get so PO'd that I'm PO'd before I even go to work. So, yeah, I, and even, even on my days off, it's, um, on my days off, I'm busy, you know, I, I do this podcast and I do other things there, you know, and, um, there's there's the whole you know um upsetting my um my spiritual balance for lack of a better term and um I'm going to try to explain why it upsets me I mean, to anyone who's a regular listener, I mean, if they truly listen, they already know the answer. But for the uninitiated, the reason I get PO'd when I listen to these things, and the main reason I get PO'd, my my disagreements aren't theological, obviously. I'm the type of person that if I had any issue, if I did not think that sedvacantism was not God's solution to the, to the problem of the counterfeit church that's pretending to be Catholic, a.k.a. Vatican II sect, I'd get out. My attitude, or I'm sorry, my, my very, very strong... Um, or let me, let me rephrase this. My, um, my biggest cause of my offense at propriety is, and as human beings, we all suffer from one form of this or another. So, this is not a personal attack. It's just something that just bothers me. 
a lot because I think it's wrong is the general overall laissez-faire attitude of your average Sedvacantis. You know, they want to sit and pretend like everything's cool. You know, um, it's, it's like I said, our, our history has been fraught with danger. But they, they, they want to pretend like the warning signs aren't already coming out. They want to act like, well, we could just, you know, we can live our life and everything's cool. And it's, no, everything isn't cool, brah. Okay? If you even take your face seriously, all the saints say that you should treat each day. And it doesn't matter if you're single, divorced, widowed, widower. It does not matter. You're supposed to treat every day like it is your, it could be your last day. And some people would rightfully say, well, why, why, why does that offend your sense of propriety? You know, um, do you want to control the world? And it's like, no, I don't want to control the world. Um, I'm, I'm just the type of person when I see a danger or a, a problem, an issue, and everybody wants to ignore it, you know, and pretend like, uh, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. It just, that offends me, you know. The spiritual signs are all, well, not just the spiritual, but the, but the physical signs are all there. You know, and I would say, you know, that the said of should be aware of the story of, of uh, Noah. Um, I'm not going to tar every set of accountants with this, but if there are any like some, uh, if there are anything like some of the set of accountants I've met online, they probably never even heard of the story of Noah, and if they have, they've heard it vaguely. They never read the actual book in, or story in Genesis. But you know, they thought they thought Noah, they thought Noah was crazy. You know, they they saw him and his family were deluded. When they start building that ark. And, you know, it says in the Bible, right up until the rains fell, people were just going about their daily business, getting married, um, eating, drinking, dancing, partying, going to work, till the rains came. And when the rains started, it was too late. Now I am going to get to the um, apologetics portion of this, but I, I I want to it all ties up really. It all ties up, at least as far as set of accountants go, that as set set of accountants should know better. Not only should they know better, they should be setting the example and living better. Now, I know that I'm just some rando, you know, with a very tiny podcast, you know, talking smack. That's true, I am. 
But the truth in what I'm saying, once again, if, if I didn't think that this, if I, I, let, me, let me go back. If I didn't know this was the truth, I wouldn't say it. Everything that I've been saying since St. Since Longinus' baptism is the absolute God's honest truth. You know. And people don't want to face that truth anymore. But, um, one of the also things that really irks me about a certain types of set of contest podcasters is they, they are hell-bent. They are hell-bent on getting as many Vatican II people as possible. Don't get me wrong, I'm former Vatican II. And, and they do need their shot. But as I said in a previous episode on my original podcast, they have Norvis Ordo Watch and they have True Restoration Radio for that. Why? And, and a second thing that I've also hammered on. Why are we discussing apologetics? As far as I'm concerned, you can say what you want. You can call it presumption. I don't give a crap. Apologetics, shooting, shooting down the heresies of Vatican II is like shooting fish in a barrel or lobbing a hand grenade into a lake. You can't miss. You know, people have been doing this since at least the mid-1990s. It may have, been, it may have brought in a few... Um, Vatican II members but in my experience and my experience is largely based off of the fact when I was wasn't even a set of a contest yet and was thinking about becoming set of contest my interactions with my fellow Vatican II members these people are wedded to their delusions and the practicality in me just wants to bang my head against the wall. Why are we banging our head against the wall? We have 2,000-pound gorillas in the room to, to, to answer all the Vatican II people's answers if they have any. And their large apost- I think they're the largest set of contest apostolates. Why? Why? Um... Why are we trying to change people's mind in 30 freaking years? You know, especially within the past, what, 10 years? You would think that the Vatican II members who actually cared about God would be running to set vacantis organizations, banging on doors, begging to be admitted. It hasn't happened. Because they're wedded to their delusions. And I, I just get a very strong impression that a lot of said vacantists 
are people who call themselves that. They're not serious. They're absolutely not serious. To them, it's a label. And that's the thing, you know. A lot of people nowadays, oh, don't label me, brah, don't label me. But they, they pick out a, a lifestyle, the world's lifestyle, and, you know, oh, I'm a gamer boy, I'm this, I'm that. Okay, you just, you told, you, you said not to be labeled and you're labeling yourself. What's the difference? Um, and I think with a certain segment of set of contest, they, they're thinking worldly. They're thinking, well, uh, I'll call myself a set of contest. I'll go to church when, you know, whenever I feel like it. I won't do no reading. I'll hardly pray. But I'm getting into heaven. I'm Catholic. I'm son of a Countess. Yeah. Um, you're just taking the label from the world and slapping it on to a religious belief. That's all you're doing. As, as I've said, if you, if you love God and his blessed mother and you believe in this, you live it. You don't talk about it. And there's another segment that um their their heart seems to be in the right place, but their priorities are screwed. Their priorities are absolutely screwed up. You know, uh, hence, hence this topic today. Why in the heck, you know, are we trying to convert the Vatican Twoites? You've got Protestants. You've got seculars. There has to be somebody out there who is a set of a contest, who is a, you know, some sort of former worldling. And I... I'm not even going, you know, because I actually met a guy right before I got baptized who was also a former Protestant. So they're former Protestants too. Why aren't we throwing out our net for these people? Vatican Twoites aren't that special. They're not. The only, you know, as a matter of fact, I would say the Vatican Twoites are the most cursed of all. Besides the set of accountants who give their uh, our religion a bad name, but the, the, the Vatican II types are the most cursed of all, because they self righteously look down upon those of us who practice real Catholicism, and 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 they defame us, and they make fun of us, and they make us sound like crazy Looney Tunes. They're the ones who are cursed, you know. Is, this is just how I feel about it. I, I say to the Vatican II sect, a pox on your house. You know, you've got, you've got Norbus Ordo Watch, you've got True Restoration Radio. There are no excuses.
But a lot of Protestants and secularites, they're probably coming at it from the same attitude I did when I started on my journey. Total and complete ignorance. And furthermore, as far as the apologetics go, I think the apologetics would be better spent on those who don't think that they know better. I.e. Vatican II sect. You know, these, these guys are the real 300 IQ takers in the room. Oh, I know better than that. Oh, Pope John Paul, the, or I'm sorry, Pope John the 23rd, he's a saint. Pope John uh, Paul the 2nd, he's a saint. Take Paul the Sixth, he's a saint. Why are you wasting your time with these people? And it, this is just my personality trait. I don't like wasting my time. I hate it. You know, um, I, I'll, I'll reach out to every, all. I'll reach out to all. And I'll try not to waste your time. Don't, don't do the same to me. Don't waste my time. But that's, you know, I've, I've dealt with Vatican IIites long enough to know. You know, like, like the majority of the world's population, they're not serious. They're not serious. You know... If, everybody, if anybody ever wonders why there's a sense of urgency, it boils down to this. I treat, or I try to treat, every day as if it is my last. Like, within two minutes, the, uh, the Masonic Goombas are going to kick in my door and shoot me or haul me off. Nothing is out of the realm of possibility. Nothing. You know, if you think otherwise, you're free to think that. Um, I would suggest, though, that unless you get a grace from God or His Blessed Mother, you're going to be sadly mistaken when crunch time gets here. If you're going to, if you have to do apologetics at all, if you have to do apologetics, Save it for those who really need it. Open-minded Protestants and open-minded, you know, seculars, worldlings. You know? Um, I just... When I see crap, like, people acting like... Oh, we could just, we could just treat it like any other day, you know. It's like any other day. Let's have a barbecue. Let's have a beer. Uh, let's do a podcast on on the latest antics of uh, of Mr. Bergoglio. Let's 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 talk about the latest Catholic movie. Let's let's just, you know, let's 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 watch a Catholic movie. Yeah, that's it. Let's watch. There 
are many passages, not just in the Psalms, but in the New Testament, I believe, that urge the Jews of that time to be watchful. I believe in the Psalms, they, they call the guy or the people that are looking out for the safety of the Jewish religion, of the watchmen or something like that. I can't remember, but... You know, this this crap actually matters. And sorry, Lord Jesus, I'm unmarried. I shouldn't have said crap. This stuff actually matters. The crap you're doing doesn't matter. the 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 stuff I'm talking about matters. And. Um, like I said, you know, I, I'm not stopping what I'm doing. It'll come to a stop when God wants it to come to a stop. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep pounding the same message, you know, to... To sit there I think what a, at least when it comes to said of a contest, I think what their basic attitude is is they think I'm full of crap. They think that I'm some sort of uh, unhinged um fanatic and that I'm making a mountain out of a molehill I bet a lot of people thought about that about Noah I, I bet a lot of people thought that about John the Baptist or Elijah or uh, Jeremiah or Isaiah Thank you, Mother Mary and Lord Jesus. So, um, and by the way, I'm not comparing myself to them. They were anointed of God. I am with God, but I'm going under the assumption that what I am telling you should be common knowledge. And obviously it isn't common knowledge if I, if I have to keep talking about these things. But, you know, if anything my past has prepared me for is for this time and this moment. So, those of you who are single, it's your soul. Those of you male married men, not just your soul, but the souls of your family. Guess what? You're responsible for them. So, if, if you want to treat this as, well, you know, that's being overly zealous and da-da-da-da-da. I would just suggest that's lack of, um, no, number one, it's lack of the catechism 
understanding the catechism or using it as apologetics or not reading your Bible or using it as apologetics. Because in the Bible and in the cat, one of the gifts of the Holy Ghost is zeal. And I know there's going to be some 300 IQ taker. Yeah, but you take it too far, brah. You take it too far. Okay. Um. I want to ask the 300 IQ takers a question. If you think my zeal goes too far, then what about the real Catholic spiritual teaching that says we're to live each day like our last? Meaning that we are to do everything within our power to get ourselves and our families ready in case we should have to die. That takes zeal. That takes an intense amount of zeal. And furthermore, when it comes to zeal, I don't see how you could be zealous over a dumb comic book, a dumb movie, a dumb um, game, either, either computer type or sports ball type. It doesn't matter. A dumb TV series, a dumb video series. How can you be zealous over that? That crap don't matter. So, once again, the way I look at this is, oh, thank you, Mother Mary and Lord Jesus. Um, the reason why my sense of propriety um, gets upset when I see people aren't being serious about this, you know, and and I, I realize that a lot of people aren't serious, but I am. And you take this for what it's worth. I do care about my fellow human beings. I do care. Now, the Bible and Catholic teachings is very clear that a lot of people are going to hell of their own volition. But I'm trying to give people a shot to reach this ark of salvation. And it, it bothers me when I see people who, number one, uh, haven't been given the graces to find the ark, want to treat it like the freaking love boat. I want to treat it like the love boat. Oh, hey, party time. Yay. And those who I'm trying to talk to, you know, they don't, they're literally indifferent. Oh, the guy's crazy. Turn him off. He's crazy, man. He's nuts. And once again, for the 300 IQ takers, it does not matter when the Great Tribulation happens. It does not matter what to, um, how long it takes for the um, Great Reset to happen. None of those things matter. Because you can die at any time. 
And you better wake up, you twenty, you guys between 20 and 40, and includes you females too. You could die at any time. Millions of people between the ages of 12 and uh, 45 die all the time. You know, and this, this is the part that really makes me laugh is, Oh, you're being overzealous, man. You're being overzealous. <laughs> well, considering the fact that once I, once I die, my soul is fixed, that seems something to be zealous about. That seems something to care about. I don't know. I've been called an old fuddy-duddy. But, thank you, Mother Mary and Lord Jesus. They are keeping me on track. My bottom line is, I think with a lot of set of contests is they think, eh, I could squeak by. I could just get to purgatory. And I'm not claiming to have com consumed all the content, all the set of contest content between, say, oh, I don't know, the 1990s and now. I see plenty of sermons. Let me take that back. Let me say this. A lot of said of the contest, their, their apologetics approach is, well, we talk about hell. We talk about hell. And that's true. They do talk about hell. But, and by the way, I made this remark earlier and I stand by it. If people go to hell and they, or they go before their judgment and Jesus sends them to hell, they can't blame their priests and their prelates. Bishop Sanborn actually has a conference. It's either a conference or a sermon. I want to say it's a conference on hell. Um, there was a set of a contest priest who did... Uh, either a sermon or, or, or a, um, his own seminar on how, where he talked about how, how. So, but what I'm saying is, is once again, we are talking, it, 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 instead of using liberalism as a catch-all for being worldly, how about we just call it worldliness as a catch-all? Instead of using the word modernness, why don't we just call it worldliness? Because at the, end of the at the end of the day, according to the one true Catholic Church, they're both the same thing. They're both the same thing. Okay? When... When you say, you know, when you muddy the waters by saying modernist, um, I know that Pope Pius X, he may not have coined it, at least instead of contest circles, he's made it famous. You know, but... You know, and, and heaven forbid that, you know, I, 
that I get mistaken and people think, well, he's trying to correct a saint, a Pope saint. That guy's a heretic. No. I would say, though, however, that the term modernist is, in my humble opinion, repeat, humble opinion, is a misnomer in this sense that being born in after the Protestant revolt in one form or another were all modernists. So to use the term modernist and I don't claim to be an expert on human psychology, but I've, I've run into a lot of different people. Um, the people that are saying the word modernist think that they're not a modernist. They don't realize that the culture and the society that they live in affect them. And I'm reading a history of the Catholic Church. I didn't run across... Um, any information that the Catholics in the catacombs were calling their fellow Romans anything other than pagans. Pagans! Worldlings, pagans. You know, I like to keep things simple. It's simple, it's direct. Um, but a lot of these people, and they're the same per people that toss around the word modernist like a nine millimeter round at a gun range, who think that, you know, well, I go to mass, I do the bare minimum, blah, blah, blah. I'm going, you know, I'll, I'll go to purgatory. I might go to purgatory for a million years, but I'll go to purgatory. That's not what you're called to do. As a set of contest. That's not. And furthermore, let's just say you, you feel like, well, I'm not really the, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not really the apologetics type. I'm not really the, uh, you know, the fervorous type. But let's just say, you have a gift for teaching. Oh, I don't know. Here's an idea. Why don't we do a podcast about, you know, Catholic history? This one's especially important. Why don't we do a podcast series on the Masons? Eh, you know, nobody, nobody's asking you to paratroop or paratrop into Klaus Schwab's compound and uh, slit his throat. But we're all called to be doing something. You know, one of the attitudes I've noticed amongst set of contests is if they're, if they're not tiptoeing through the minefield that is present-day society, they're just... There's nothing there. Eh, well, God's will be done. And, uh, just, just waiting out my time here. Just waiting out my time. 
you know, great tribulation, Gregory's gotta get me my candles for my three days of darkness, but then you know. Or they're overly worried. I mean, as a married couple should be worried about their family. But once and honestly speaking, having a family, you're never really done, you know, till your kids are out of the house, but You know, if you can't do anything else as a parent, how about giving your kids the right priority? Well, first of all, you need the right priorities. Once you get the right priorities, maybe you can pass it on to your spouse and kids. Oh, I don't know. But I forget. I'm just some nobody, loser, loser boy. You know, pick your negative adjective. I've been called a lot of things in my time. I'm sure I'll be called worse before it's all over. And you dismiss this. Well, once again, don't care. My job is to inform, not convince. That's the show motto. And God bless St. Uh, Bernadette Subarus. God bless her. Probably one of the best modern saints out there, in my humble opinion. But, um... So I, 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 I really... T it offends my sense of propriety when people are literally running off a cliff into the fires of hell and they don't care. And, like I said, take it for what it's worth. We, we know, uh, true Catholics know, that there are going to be masses of people in hell. Masses. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't care to try at least to keep the few that do make it from going there. So that's that's why I get worked up. You know, and and people want to be taken seriously with their false <laughs> Thank you Mother Mary and Lord Jesus. I just thought of something. The a lot of slang on the internet, one of the slang terms is false appeals to authority. We as moderns, we make false claims to authority all the time. Well, I'm a former uh, PhD, or I am a PhD, or I work a six-figure job with a major corporation, or uh, I was a wrestler, a judo champ, uh, uh, a crack shot, you know. I, I, I won the... Um, U.S. rifle competition three years straight. Those are your real false claims to authority because at the end of the day, they don't mean crap. Now, don't get it twisted. I do believe in divine providence. You, there may come a time where there was a reason you got good at those skills but at the end of the day, it wasn't you. It was God who gave you those skills. 
you can take credit for nothing. And there was a saint, I, I mentioned this in a previous episode, I still can't remember the saint's name, who said, would you take credit for something that is God's? You are a thief and a murderer. And he's absolutely right. You are a thief and a murderer. You don't take credit for somebody else's gifts or abilities. Or their uh, actions or achievements. So. You. You uh, said of contest who think that. You know. Um, zealousness is a bad thing. And you know. People like me are in hint. When. I'm hoping there's more than one person like me in the world. Um, and that it's good enough to get into purgatory. You're whistling, pa um, you're whistling past the graveyard. You're, you're, you're literally playing hopscotch in a minefield right now. Because unless you receive a singular grace from God or His Blessed Mother, that attitude is going to smack you in the face harder than a fish being slapped with a fish. So, let me get to the last sentence of the topic a lot of people or I should say a lot of said contests seem to be under delusion well as long as me and my family are good that's all that counts if your family is such a train wreck that you have to devote all your time and effort on each other, um, then I can see that. But you shouldn't be breaking your arm, patting yourself on the back, congratulating yourself that you and your family were set of compass, we're going to heaven. First of all, that's presumption. You don't know that. And before anyone tries to get snarky with me, I'm not claiming that I know where my destination is. All I know is I could do I can only do the best what I can to prepare myself, and the rest is up to God and his blessed mother. But some of you think that just because you you, you know, you go to a nice Latin mass church, you, you know, and that you 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 take a valid valid sacraments, that somehow or another this entitles you to get into heaven. Now, you want to talk about stolen um, stolen gifts. That's presumption of the highest order. You know how many Catholics pre-Vatican II probably went to hell because they had that attitude? I mean... 
I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to play around and, and try to guess. I'm just saying, you know, that that presumption is a sin. You're not to presume on anything. You're not to presume that you wake up tomorrow. You're not to presume that um, anything, whether you go to hell or go to heaven. And, you know, um, once again, you know, our job is to save souls, which leads me back, which absolutely leads me back to this old adage or attitude that I've noticed, not just among Sedvacantists, but the, the neo-Catholics and the um, neo-traditionalists. Well, we've got priests, we've got monks, we've got nuns. They're the ones who are supposed to help people get to heaven. That, 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 that kind of attitude is ignorant on so many dang levels. I don't even know where to start with it. But I can think of three areas. Number one, your average pre, uh, monk and nun is busy enough doing their own thing without, you know, without, uh, that, that, that's another thing too. At least as far as set of contests go, and I know it's an issue with the Vatican II sect, but hey, you know, being a heretic, who said being a heretic was going to be easy, guys, huh? But for our part, you know, everybody wants to get married and have kids, which is not bad within itself. But there is a lack of vocations, but they've got their own battles to issue. Now, as far as the priests go, I, I, I can't speak for anybody else who said Vacantis. My priest is, like I said, running four or five churches by himself. They don't have time. And guess what, boys and girls? Um, when, when our leaders are busy... As good little soldiers, we don't get to sit on our packs and smoke and joke and, you know, pass a bottle of vodka around or whatever it is. We actually have to do things. We have to take what is known in the military as, say it with me now, initiative. Say it one more time for emphasis. Initiative. You know, we don't have the option of sitting on our behinds. And as I never get tired of pointing out, by the way, these, this, this, what I'm about ready to say isn't my idea. It's been prophesied that one of the reasons why we got the Reformation and we got, or I'm sorry, the Protestant Revolt and the um, Vatican II heresy was because people... And I got to believe a lot of them were, uh, had good intentions, thought that, eh, we've done enough. We're just going to sit, you know, we're going to coast. We're going to coast. We've got our little church. We've got our sacraments. I'm just going to lead, you know, my day-to-day -day existence. 
And that's it. That's all I'm going to do. Another thing that's wrong with that attitude is <laughs> if you can't recognize that attitude as a satanic deception, then you are more spiritually blind than Stevie Wonder. Because lukewarmness it's unacceptable to God. For those of you who don't believe me, it's in the book of Apocalypse for the Protestants out there. Not that you'd listen. Uh, Revelations is what you call it. He talks about the lukewarm. If you were hot or cold, I could stand that. But you are lukewarm. I will vomit you out of my mouth. Lukewarmness is not a virtue. Not taking initiative is not a virtue. Being puffed up and prideful is not a virtue. But our job is to try to, you know, and I think some people get it twisted in the sense that, because I've experienced this in my own walk with God, that some people think, well, if I'm, if I'm not, you know, saving, you know, uh, 10 souls or 20 souls or 100 souls or 1,000 souls, then it's not worth it. For those of you who have that attitude, I would strongly suggest you read the quotes from the saints. Um, some of the saints say that if you get one soul into heaven, one that ensures you'll get into heaven. One soul is all it takes. And for those of you who, because this is also a thing too, people think like, well, I've, I've, I've got to, you know, uh, I, I've got to help re do repairs on the church or... Um, I have to do podcasts, or this, that, whatever they're doing. Those things in and of themselves are not bad things. But as I said before, I don't know if St. Francis of Assisi actually said this because I'm pretty sure the, the quote is from a Vatican II source. But he said that your example or he's alleged to have said that your example may be the best sermon that a, a non-Catholic ever gets. So you don't, you don't have to be a handyman and help fix the church. You don't have to be uh, a super mom and run a daycare for the other set of conscious moms. All you have to do is practice your, your faith with um, sincereness and devotion. That's it. At the end of the day, this is what faith is all about. We practice to the best of our abilities with what we've been given to the one true faith and our God, Lord Jesus, and His Blessed Mother and the Heavenly Kingdom. That's all God expects.
you know. But once again, I suspect that as moderns, oh, it's got to be more epic than it. It's got to be epic. It's got to be dramatic. You know, when the end comes, it's got to be legions of angels descending upon the earth. It may not end that way at all. As they, as they used to say in uh, literature uh, a few uh, decades back, it ended with a whimper, not a bang. You know, let's, let's keep things simple. Let's keep things simple. And let's do the little things well. Instead of trying to do either one big thing, super great, or um, a bunch of great things, great, or a bunch of small things, great, let's pick what we're good at and do those as best as we can till we get to great. Once we get to great, then we can move on to something else. You know, this, I'm going to end on this note. Your job is to help get people to heaven. You know. And if you understand that this is your job, um, we used to have an expression back in the 90s, work smarter, not harder. But I'm going to tell you right now, in order to do that, you have to have a spiritual life. I haven't forgotten that. It, you know, sorry, sorry if you don't like hearing it. It's the truth. Without a, a good spiritual life, if you do make it to heaven, it's going to be a singular grace of our Lord and our Lady. So, this is it. Um... I thank you for listening. And you know, I will I do want to see as many people get to heaven as possible. I pray for everyone. But as, you know, I'll say this as well. It is up to you to accept the graces of God that he gives you. Okay? And Expecting a miracle to bail you out of a situation that you should have been capable of seeing and forestalling, or at least if you get caught unawares, having the understanding that only our Lord it, it's part of His will and letting Him handle the situation. Yeah. But, um, we have to accept the graces from God that we're given. If they're, you know, when they're given. Um, I want to thank you for listening. Um, I want to thank you for your time and your patience. And I'll end by saying thank you. God bless you. Have a good day. And bye-bye.